right, riddle me this, Kev. What's one of the first upgrades you should do to your vehicle? What is it? What do you go for? Well, you might think power, but ultimately, from a smart and safe perspective, definitely the brakes. Yeah, no doubt. Upgraded braking systems can really transform a vehicle's performance and honestly give you better peace of mind behind the wheel in any situation. You know, from the track to off-road trails, even the morning commute, every single vehicle deserves performance brakes at an affordable price. And no matter what your vehicle or driving style, PowerStop has complete brake upgrade kits for you. So head to PowerStop.com, fill in your vehicle's information into their easy-to-use brake finder to be matched with complete kits and components that are low-dust, noise-free, and feature upgraded stopping power. That's right. You could join the thousands of other drivers that have already transformed their vehicle into a stopping powerhouse today with PowerStop. PowerStop.com, brake upgrades made easy. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to Two Guys Garage Podcast, a production of iHeartRadio and Brenton Productions. It's the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I'm Willie B. Appreciate you guys joining today. Man, we have Heath Norton, who is the man from Cali's, Cali's Performance Products and Energy Manufacturing. Would you not love to have that on your business card, Kevin? you got to be kidding me with energy manufacturing. Shut the front door. I don't even know how you manufacture energy, but I'm so fascinated. I'm drawn in. I'm ready. I mean, what a cool title. I just hope you flush twice when you do. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but, man, talking about Callie's, right, we all know them for the top of the line crankshafts connecting rods and i think a few years ago they really started getting into camshafts and and i tell you what you know we're two engine guys and there's no probably other component that sets the architecture of an engine than the crankshaft yeah right all the torque and power goes through that crankshaft and it's kind of the the weak link if it's not designed right and you have to get the the main journals and the pin journals the diameters and the lengths of them and how it all comes together with the cheeks and the balancing uh, for the whole rotating assembly and that sets up your bore spacing your offset you know from one bank to the other it sets up your oil sure. film for your bearings you know for your mains uh, and then everything else like the block and the heads almost just kind of wrap around the crank you know, it's the lifeblood. It's the key ingredient. Yeah, it is by far the most crucial component of your engine. You know, and, and Cali's is just synonymous, man, with with just reliability, with being able to put the heat on it, build some steam, make the sauce, man. If you have a Cali, like I, I never forget, man, it was always that measurement. They, they kind of set the bar. So if, you know, you go to the racetrack and you're talking to another car guy and he's like, yeah, man, got me a, you know, Cali's Dragon Slayer cranking here, this, that, the other. And they're like, oh, this guy's legit. He's got the real deal goods <laughs> in his engine. 
Like, you know, if you don't have a Cali's crank and you're trying to eke out performance ETs, eighth mile passes and everything else, throwing nitrous and boost to it. I mean, you're cutting off your nose to spite your face. It's like going going to a hooker for a hug. It's useless. It defeats the purpose. It's, it's <laughs> no good, man. So if you have a Cali's component in your engine, you're good with it, man. It's like signed, sealed, and approved. <laughs> well, if you think about it, right, for most of our, uh, you know, engine architectures, right, our small blocks and big blocks and everything else, right, they were designed a long time ago uh, with some weaker materials, and you're only going to be able to push those so far. And it's guys like, you know, Callies that can work with those, you know, geometric constraints and eke out every bit of possible performance whether it's material selection, processing and heat treatments, you know, all the things that go into, you know, building, you know, machining and delivering one of these crankshafts so that we can then go throw on ungodly amounts of horsepower far beyond yeah. anyone ever dreamed, you know, back when a lot of these architectures in the 60s and 70s, you know, were built, designed or whatever, even earlier, right? And even today's designs, you know, they're only designed for so much horsepower, uh, from the factory, right, and right. all of us out here are pushing, you know, thousand, two thousand, and beyond. <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, so yeah, again, the key ingredient to making some big power is having a strong as hell precision crankshaft in that dude. You yeah, know? man, and, and really, some of it is the modern advances in metallurgy that allows allows them to build, you know, the baddest ass crank you could ever dream of, you know, but a, a lot of it is just what Callie's does that's so far above and beyond everybody else in this industry. Like, Callie's sets the bar. You know, when it, if it comes to bell curves, remember in class when you'd have that one student that was always ruining the bell curve? Like, you know, <laughs> they had to set them out of the equation yep. when the professor would set the bell curve. Callie's is that for everybody else in the crank industry. Like, they set the bar, man. When it comes to, you know, the components you got to have in your engine, if you're building a lot of heat and a lot of steam, man, they have it on lock. So let's take a break. When we come back, we'll have the man, Heath Norton, from Callie's Performance Products. And listen to this, y'all, energy manufacturing. That's right. We said energy as in energy. We'll come back at it next on the Two Guys Garage podcast. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, this is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B, and I'm fired up, man, because we are joined by Heath Norton, the man from Cali's. Heath, thanks for your time. Appreciate not just what you're doing in the world, uh, you know, for us performance guys, man, but taking the time to talk to, you know, Kevin and myself, who are big fans of all things Cali's. Well, thanks, guys. We really, I appreciate getting the time to come on here. Well, I'm here at the MPMC conference out in this Santa Ana, and I'm glad I could get away to talk to you guys. There's some really neat stuff going on in the industry right now, and I like to think we're part of it. The guy's taking time out to talk to us and all our peeps 
How cool is that? Yeah. Right in the middle of that industry show, man. Yeah, which is which is in itself way cool. But Heath, I got a I got a question for you, man. What is it about Cali's that has put you guys so far above all the competition? Because you guys truly are like you set the bar. You guys truly are the pinnacle when it comes to these really intricate and you know just crucial components. Well, I think the biggest thing is the team we have put together, which is really really sweats the details and they dive in and they're not afraid to try to push the envelope. We get lots of great feedback from our customers and we're always trying to solve these problems. And as horsepowers have escalated, soda pressures have gone up, RPMs have gone up, you know, what worked 10 years ago doesn't work today. And so we are constantly re, re- you know, re- revolutionize what we're doing and in, in, in engaging customers, get their feedback so that we can, tweak it to get every ounce of performance out of this stuff it's a it's a never-ending battle keeping up with the awesome things the are doing. so what are the top you know handful of things uh when you talk about really making you know power out of a crankshaft beyond what the original engine architecture was designed for you know whether it's materials heat treatment anything in your processes what are the sort of leverage points that enable us to go out and make these you know stupid horsepower numbers we're making nowadays Right now, one of the things we've been actively doing is changing counterweight clocking to, to relieve pressure on some of the mains. The other thing is adding counterweights. A lot of the original architecture of the cranks had six counterweights, they, and they wanted to get away to, from weight. But with most of these higher horsepower things, you need to add two more counterweights in the center of the crank to add stability so that when the high RPMs come on, they, they don't move around as much, and they stay more true and straight. That, that extra mass uh, definitely subsidizes the performance of the crank. Yeah, no, that, that is key. And, and I think even the OEs are starting to see uh, a lot of eight counterweighting on, a let's say, a V8 crank. And you can balance, right, you can balance on six, but like you said, what you're trying to do is, is uh, let's say, distribute the loads equally across the block so you're not blowing out one particular main too heavy uh and, and like you said there's a little baby sacrifice in mass but it's where you're putting it lets you then add that much more horsepower uh without increasing uh you know too heavily the loads at any one given point right oh absolutely and usually when you see problems it's in the two three and four mains in the center because of the flexing uh and that's where the peak is so if we can anything to dampen that that's where we really get the most benefit. Yeah, and if you think about flexing, right, you've got, you know, a thousandth or two of clearance, uh, you know, racers maybe a little bit more between that crank and the block, and you think that crank is super style, but it, it's still a bendable noodle. And when you're throwing a couple thousand horsepower on something, just yeah. think about just barely, you know, bend that crank a little bit, and now you're edge loading a bearing, you're seizing a bearing, right? The engine goes kaboom. So, there's so much detail in just like you said that little thing of balancing to try to keep that crank straight keep the journal straight within the bearings right so you're not you know eating into your oil film and, and wrecking a good motor oh absolutely we we've gone i mean we've had our big block chevrolet it's been the backbone of our business for our forge magnum crank forever and we just went through a diary design last year to help uh the balance of the crank help some of the uh the, the counterweight configuration just to continue improvement we also redid our uh, ls die in both Cali's of our Cali's magnum and dragon slayer and also for the comp star and 
we have an eight Conway LS in, in all price points now. Man. Most re most recently we did it. We added we redesigned our Gen three Hemi Comstar uh, crank and added two more Conways to that and redesigned the pin arms. So we're constantly re-evolving and you know re changing what we're doing and evolving into making the the customers get what they need to keep on the road on the track and having fun. Yeah, man. Amen to that, dude. I, I, I'm a racer, right? I do eighth mile, quarter mile stuff. And, you know, it's, it's not just turning money into noise. You know, it's the constant search for the weakest link. And it, it, I got to tell you, man, it never, ever is a component that you guys manufacture. It's never. If you have a Cali's in there, it's never that component. So that says something to to the regimen you guys do, the R&D you guys do. I'm curious as to what do you see the breaking point when, when you test these things and put them through these you know these scenarios? How 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 hard are you pushing on them? How hard are you leaning on them? Where, where's the breaking point? Uh, a lot of it depends on the en engine, but typically what we see in the um, on the like the LS and some SF. It was always in the center. Um, you get a lot of movement in certain blocks. You'd see them rip out the two, three, and four mains completely out of the block. The the uh, the, the the webbing would separate from the block. Um, you know, the, the posts are always an issue as they put bigger things on. So some of the things, like we did with the small block Chevy years ago, we put a big block post on it. Yeah. Things like that we can do, and we and we and we really try to do it with a and a, a bit of consciousness for availability of other mating components because it's, it's great if i come up with this slick system but there's no mating components and it becomes useless right, and it right. becomes so expensive and cost prohibitive for the uh, racers that we're always trying to figure out right, will this solution solve a problem and not add cost to their situation exactly remember the day you know it wasn't too long ago a decade or two ago when you know a lot of guys would build engines really loose you know and and by loose bearing clearances tolerances and so forth now the trend has been to to tighten all the clearances and tolerances up are you seeing that is harder on crankshafts or is oh, that absolutely. Has, has that moved absolutely. yeah so how has that shifted what you guys do at cali's well on the big horsepower stuff they still run barn door clearances thank god um but the a lot of the road stuff a lot of the street stuff they're they're really tight on the tolerances and that's where the eight counterweight cranks shine is they really stabilize the the, the the rotation of it so they do flex less and so there you can run tighter tolerances that's one thing we you know we, we learned a lot with a we work general motors is a great partner of ours we do all the topo cranks and rods and we really uh, learn, learn a lot together they you know we get a lot of feedback we get this is what they're seeing and they want they want to run really tight tolerances and they gave us the information we needed to make them make to help make improvements well that that's kind of you know one of the things i mentioned earlier is that the things are moving around i mean the block is flexing and definitely the crank you know wants to noodle on you and and that's pretty much the primary reason why you know most racers are putting like you said barn door clearances in there is so you don't get bearing contact uh and it just shows you how violent right how much force and load is going through the internals of the engine right and how much abuse and we're just trying to give it all the room in the world to move around without losing you know oil pressure and stuff like that to you know keep the film on there and keep the protection in there uh yeah it's, it's quite a quite a challenge and another challenge recently has been the the adder market you know the turbos and the pro and superchargers and you know, this and that yeah man really changed the market where when we saw some things we've seen in, in the connecting rod 
we were seeing HBM connecting rods fold over uh, at the big end. And they weren't necessarily breaking, and it was sort of a wholesale. It was on our rods. It was on other people's rods. We're like, what is going on? And then we started doing research and like studying, you know, all right, what, what was your engine? What was the application? What was this, that, NA, you know, turbo, you know, supercharger. And one of the things we saw with the, with the stuff with the adders, the H beams were having trouble supporting that, the power adder. So what we started looking at is the I beam or how the I, and we didn't have any problems with the I beam. But as we keep seeing the horsepower wars go on, we're about, Horsepower keeps went up and up. You know, all of a sudden, you know, if, if you don't have a thousand horsepower in your streetcar, you, you, you're, you're, you're forget you're, about it. You're, you're pedestrian. I mean. yeah. You're walking. <laughs> so that's why we came out with like a, it's a, it's a heavier rod call. It's our ultra enforcer, and it's weight in the right spots to add uh, strength for that adder market. Huh. So you were folding the rods on the H beam. You know, m- maybe you can give us a little perspective on there's kind of an endless you know argument about i-beam versus h-beam um you know they probably have their own places but maybe you could throw a little bit of your experience from our experience it's a lot of application based if it's an na application like a lot of sprint cars the h-beam works fantastic because they're an na applica- application for some reason i don't we haven't figured out the full science of it but we didn't see the problem in the turbo cars and the adder cars with an i-beam but we did see with an h-beam and so one of the things that, and, and we're seeing that, you know, and, and now everybody's got turbos. I mean, turbos are everywhere. You know, 10 years ago, you were, you were the unicorn at, at the race of the turbo. And, but it's, uh, it, we haven't figured out the exact why, but we do in NA applications, the H beams are awesome. In, you know, lower RPMs, moderate horsepower, the H beams work. But when you start going for kill, the I beams, uh, seem to hold up a lot better so safe to say h beams are kind of like dad on a field trip really unpredictable i beams are where you need to be when you know when you're making the big juice the big sauce and the the big steam that's what we would recommend to you absolutely (laughs) it's pretty interesting uh just that that little feedback because um you know so many people would swear on an h uh and and i've done a little bit of you know engineering math on you know cross-section and i'm like you know the I don't know if I could really argue against the eye, you know, mm-hmm. like I think the eye is pretty solid and I don't know if it's getting enough credit. And I think you're just kind of filling in a little bit of that story. There. Yeah, it's, and you know, if you look at the way the eyes made, it's got that, that the, the, the backbone is more on the, there's like, it's a double backbone on the sides as opposed to the, you yep. know, the age, which has got the open pocket, which, you know, and maybe it's cause the, the, when the, when the turbos kick in that extra hammer, you know, creates, you know, a, a little bit more, um, you know, violent, you know, violent, you know, move. The eye blends in real nice. Yeah, the eye blends in real nice with the the big end of the rod there. Probably helps distribute exactly. some of that, exactly. uh, you know, brutish load there a little bit. So, Well, and, and another thing we see in the industry, you know, some of the material selection for rods, I think, is um, suspect. Um, like tool steel for a rod, it just it makes me shudder to think about that because of the... <laughs> The the, uh, the 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 brittleness and the rigidity and the lack of damping characteristics tool steel has. I mean, tool steel is made for impact, not for connecting two pieces of equipment. Right. There's no ductility to it. There's no ductility. It's made to take a hit. That's why it's great for camshafts. Not great for connecting rods. What's your what's your primary what's your primary choice then uh, for your con rods? 
for our, our ultras, we use a four, uh, Tipkin forty three thirty with a little extra sauce on it, and then um, for typical, you know, our, our run of the mill stuff, we use a forty three forty, which is pretty good. The forty three thirty is really tough, but it also has a high level ductility to it. Well, I like that you got a little extra sauce on it because that's the way I like them. A little, little extra, you know, alloying to uh, add some of the strength to without adding the, without adding uh, I meant more wisdom like that from our man Heath Norton in just a second quick break and we'll be right back at the Two Guys Garage podcast It's the Two Guys Garage podcast he is Kevin Bird I am Willie B and we are joined by the man with the legend y'all Heath Norton he's the Cali's performance products and energy manufacturing the VP this guy man is the He's the guy that sits in the big desk, right? With the big throne, makes the big decisions. And I know there's been a lot of them going on at Cali's, man. You guys are always on top of the game. So what's the latest and greatest? Give us a little hint as to what we're going to see out of Cali's camp. Well, probably the biggest thing for the uh, the broad spectrum of racers, sportsman guys and, uh, you know, drag racing and some of the muscle car guys. We, uh, we teamed up with uh, Fiat Chrysler, and they entrusted, entrusted us to bring the Gen 2 Hemi cast iron block back. Shut the front door! No way! No way! Heath, Heath, did you just say you guys at Cali's are bringing back the, the Gen 2 Hemi? Yes, sir, and the, the 426 Hemi and the 440 Way. Ooh. Oh, I don't know if you can feel my heartbeat over there, but it's, it's kicking, man. Woo! <laughs> oh, Willie, take your medicine. Take your medicine, man. It's okay. Wheezy, I'm coming for you. <laughs> I'm coming for you. Wow. That has, man, that has been so sorely missed in the hot rod industry, uh, especially us Mopar guys, you know, not having the elephant, not having that, you know, that, that beast uh, available and having to go find it or, you know, harvest it from other builds or projects or, you know, fortunate enough to get one from the old man down the road who knew his brother, his cousin, whatever. You guys are bringing back a legend. That is a game changer. Well, yeah, this is really, we're really excited about it. It's been a hole in the market and we, we want to bring it back. So many people, you just, you talk to the Hemi guys and they're like, they're like oh. eight children. They just don't know what to do. And, um, you know, so Chrysler came to us. We started talking, and I, you know, it became very apparent. I think they saw our passion for this business and our and our dedication to the racer and to and to quality. And they said, "Why don't you just you know run with this for us?" And because you guys are Ooh. you know can, can get through it, so they licensed us the the tooling, the prints, the cat, the molds. So we can, we're going to go. Wow. We are, we already ordered a hundred castings from Dalton Foundry to get running on this, and uh, we should have blocks uh, available for sale on Q3 of this year. Shut up, y'all. You don't understand. Like That is huge news for us Mopar guys who literally have dreamt of something like that for for years and to know that you guys are bringing it back man whoo that is hey that's a that's a bonus for us thank you did i just hear your credit card come out willie man hey you know kevin the only stock options i have are chicken and beef uh but trust me man i'm gonna do what i need to do to get one of these from cali's trust me <laughs> the, the other thing to match up with that is we we're gonna have full uh components for the, the cali's mace pranks and rods and and cams oh, available so i mean it's we we haven't hit our uh, Gen 2 Hemi uh, crankshaft forging in probably seven years. Uh, we, uh, we we hit it this uh, about two months ago, and so we have 
500 forward scenes on the ground that we're going to start machining. Hey, Heath, Heath, how, I got to ask you, man, how big is your yard? Because I'm going to come up, cut your grass. I'm going to shovel your snow, cuz. I'm going to change the oil <laughs> in your car. I'm your Huckleberry, man. I'm going to be there and be like, yo, is Heath in? Can he come out and play? I'm gonna, I, I got the weed eater, bro. I'm packing. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll, we'll take care of you, Willie. Don't worry. Uh, I'll, I'll just have Kevin pay for it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, take it out of that Ford budget. <laughs> <laughs> Now, so we got we got some other surprises coming, but that's one of the main things we're gonna, our, our our job one on this is getting that block back. Wow, huge, huge! I can only imagine like uh, you know where this is gonna go. All the different types of builds, right from from the classics to just wild oh ass, God. crazy and fun and awesome and oh, too cool. Yeah. We we were doing a few updates on it. Um, we're not gonna you know we're we're gonna. You know, it's with some of the main caps and some of the fasteners. We're going to do a little bit of enhancement there to help out, you know, cause the, the higher power levels. But, you know, it, it'll, it'll be the uh, all the Mopar part numbers. It's going to be, you know, it's, it's going to be, it's a Mopar block. And we have, we're going to use Mopar part numbers. And so it'll be what will we'll be called a ratio. Man, do you have any idea, like, what kind of uh, threshold, you know, what kind of performance that, you know, people will be able to build out of that thing yet? Not yet, not yet. We uh, that's we're a little premature. We got to do a little more research on what has been done, and uh, then we'll start making some recommendations. But you know, there's a lot of great options coming out with the Hemi again. You know, Keith Black's got their uh, cast aluminum block, and there's and, and the Mitchells are doing some stuff for cast aluminum, which is great. But you know, the the cast iron is is the, is the great is this the backbone for the sports generation. Amen. Well, dude, I got several Mopars that are salivating right now in my shop. <laughs> can't wait man that is a that's a big big testament to again how Cali's is constantly growing how you guys are always pushing the limits and I know you got some other big news probably too right that's not the the only thing you guys are, are releasing this year but probably the biggest for sure so yeah, we got another Hemi that's going to go with it's a building aluminum block that's being built by energy that's uh that's that's starting that's going to hit the market mid-year we're pretty excited about that we're already approved by the NHRA great organization and so we're we're real excited about that. Uh, we have a our top fuel crank uh, is fantastic. We um, we're seeing two to three times the life on it on uh, on the, in the top fuel application. Two to three times what it was. So you're getting four four runs out of it now. They, they, they used to get five <laughs> to seven runs, and now we're up around uh, you know fourteen to sixteen runs. Wow! And this has been tested by uh, you know a team, not just our, our speculation. Wow! Wow! So, quick question on that: on you know, for something that low of volume, but something that critical, do you still do it in a billet, or have you gone into some kind of forging? There you go. Um, forgings are inherently stronger than a billet. Uh, it's it's not it's not the industry belief, but it's the truth. Now, part of the problem is a lot of the materials that you can make out of a billet are hard to forge due to the uh, the profile, the strength profile. But we have worked with a couple forging companies. We settled down with one. We are getting a forged EN30B top fuel crank. And the EN30B wow. is the material. It's a British designation. And it's a really tough material. It is harder than hell. It's a pain in the ass machine. But it really just creates a, a supremely strong crank. Yeah, man. Well, that's a little masterpiece right there. Because you think about the volumes... Right, to tool that sucker up, right? That's pretty sweet. 
that's hey, that's more that's more happy and less ending is what that is right there, son. That's good stuff. <laughs> well, a lot of great things are going on at Cali's. Hey, would you mind sharing where to find you, you know, where to find these components, these parts, where you're at socially? For some of the people listening, man, they may not know, but you guys uh, got to get with Cali's and see this great stuff they're innovating and creating. Yeah, we are on uh, Facebook, I mean, on uh, the internet, uh, Cali's.com or energymanufacturing.com. We have both Facebook for both companies and Instagram. And uh, Cali's has got a Twitter account, so search us out. Um, but we are, we're always posting stuff on social media and updates what we're doing. Please uh, reach out, ask questions, give us a call. We, uh, we, we, we come visit us, go for a tour. We, we want people to come and be a part of us. All right, man. It's all fun and games. So I'll show up on your front porch with some macaroni and cheese, bro. I'm going to be like, remember, you said come visit. <laughs> You're welcome. Any, anytime, Willie. Anytime. Hey, just bring your weed whacker, man. Bring your Yay, weed whacker, man. your oh. shovels, <laughs> your your pruning shears. Yeah, you got a lot. You got a lot of work to do for that. I know, block, man. A lot of work. So there you go, man. Callie's our man, Heath Norton. Hey, we appreciate your time, man. Thanks for taking. You know, I know you're you're busy as hell, so taking a few minutes out to discuss all the great things you guys are doing, man. We deeply appreciate it. All right. No, I'm glad to be on. Thanks for having me. Take it easy, Heath. Yeah, man. All right, that is that is our boy, man, Heath Norton from Callie's Performance Products, man. I can't wait, bird. That is, dude. That's huge news for guys like me, man. You're not gonna be able to sleep tonight. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, man, I won't be. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, that is great, man. Great. And great that he let the, you know, kind of the, the crank out of the bag here on the Two Guys Garage podcast for sure, man. Hey, and don't forget about our TV show, Air Weekends on Motor Trend Network. Check your local listing episodes now streaming on Motor Trend On Demand. Thanks to our awesome guest, Heath Norton. Hey, and then my man, Kevin Bird. I am Willie B., our producer is Scoop, and our executive producer, Bob Ecker. Yeah, don't forget to check out our website, twoguysgarage.com. Share your thoughts with us on social or everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Two Guys Garage. The Two Guys Garage podcast is a copyright 2020, Brenton Productions Incorporated. All rights reserved. And with that, folks, we are wrapping up. Wow, what an exciting podcast we hey, had mom. today, man. Oh, I know hey, Willie's mom. pumped. Woohoo! Mom, hey, I'm on the phone right now. My mom, mom Callie's bringing back the Hemi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, we'll see you guys next time on the Two Guys Garage podcast. Y'all take care. No, seriously, Mom, they're bringing it back. Two Guys Garage podcast is a production of iHeartRadio and Britain Productions. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.